just building my name. Okay, it's time to pass that crown. If I called you my friend, then I mean it. I ain't gonna say that word too much. Never was a What's good? Welcome back to Smoking from the Fucking Sidelines. It's your boy Gio. I'm here with my man Kenny. About to drop you guys to some a little recap of yesterday's UFC 265 and then maybe talk about a couple of things that happened during the week too. Um, shit, man. How you doing today, Kenny? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm feeling those shots. Yeah, we took two <laughs> shots back to back of some Edadura. Fire. Honestly, tequila is the way to go. You, if you're drinking Henny and all that shit like vodka and stuff, if you're drinking vodka, you got real issues. You're dirt. Yeah, you got <laughs> problems, bro. But if you're drinking tequila, that's like... It's acceptable, you know, especially oh, Southern sure. California. It's all about the culture down here. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, bro. So without further delay, let's get into the fucking main event from yesterday. There was a couple really good fights. Honestly, this card surprised me to be that that it, it was really, really good in some aspects. You know, like as a whole. Yeah, the yeah, main yeah. event really was kind of like uh, it kind of made us all be like, ah, I wish there was another main event or the real true title fight would have happened. But. Cyril Gon versus Derek Lewis, bro. I'll let you kick it off first. What'd you think about Cyril Gon's performance? Um, well, Cyril Gon, Cyril, 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 Cyril Gon, Bongamin, Bongamin, right? Bongamin. Um, well, very impressive. I yep. mean, he's been he's been looking good. I mean, every fight looks like he just gets sharper, quicker, and just his IQ is just it's just. Uh, really it's high it's level it, it's it's elevating increasing I don't know, I didn't yeah know. um I mean, did you think Gon, it was a boring fight um in a way i mean Derek lewis didn't throw shit you know i mean for the whole first round i think he threw two punches we said punching stats for the whole fight was like 104 strikes to eight strikes from Derek lewis which is like it's ridiculous. That's damn near nothing, you know? Like, Bro, in a five-round match, you fought for 25 minutes. We're only able to land eight strikes. Well, honestly, they only fought for, like, a little less than 15. Because it ended in the third round. So, But he got the finish? Oh, he got the finish. Damn, damn bro. Honestly, My guy was off those. It on, off the cellos yesterday, honestly, bonus. for sure. I forgot. But, damn, I honestly, I don't know why. Like, I just... Completely forgot he ended up getting the finish. But you know what? I will give him so much credit for that because just for the fact that he's typically a very boring fighter that doesn't really, like, commit to a lot of things, like to put himself in danger and get in the firefights, he was in and out really good, and he landed really big shots on Derek. And, like, bro, Derek just looked, like, out of his league on this one. Like, no offense, though, because I feel like Cyril Gaunt is probably the worst matchup that you could make for Derek Lewis in the division. I mean, we all know Derek is not the most athletic, most technical, technically sound fighter, you know. So, with that being said, we we're not watching Derek Lewis because, nah. oh man, he's his technique is so clean. Yeah, yeah it's like wow, we're we're waiting for this motherfucker to sleep, yeah, swing a bang, yeah, yeah, you know, just. Uh, I mean, it wasn't his night. He couldn't land anything on him. Usually, you know, Derek Lewis kind of like blitz it, blitzes in, you know, a little bit, but I I think. I don't know. I think he it was maybe it was too much pressure for him. Yeah. I mean, he he was saying fighting at home. He all, even admitted it, right? Yeah, all week. He, you know, he he said that it, it just it was too much for him. You know, he said motherfuckers keep asking me for tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, I mean, we 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 love Derek because of you know who he is. You know, I mean, yes, yeah. his fighting style is 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 not the most um, engaging. You know, like he. 
he, he's had plenty of fights where he, he's thrown less than 20-something punches, you know? So, uh, I mean, look For at sure. the fight with uh, Nganu, you know? That was one of the worst fights ever. Um, But, I mean, congrats to Gon. Um, he's, yep. I guess, a champ. Interim champ, even though it's, it's like not so, the it's biggest, so weird. but it's not called for. I think that's the biggest thing. If it was yeah. called for, and the interim match was, like, we'd I mean, be like hell yeah. Like we've been saying for months, yeah, or weeks. Um, I mean, he just Should've he went out done. there. He did. He did his job. I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad if I was him. I'd be like, shoot me the title. See, tell me, I'm not wrong. Fuck I think yeah. the UFC would have made more money if they would have booked Derek Lewis versus Gone or no, sorry, versus Nganu right away. And made that fight because that would have been a big fight. It's a big rematch. They have a lot of hype around it. Now I feel like the rematch is a little bit far out. Like Derek Lewis needs to come back and maybe get two more wins because he just got dominated and finished. So now, I mean, like, I feel like it would have just been even bigger if they would have gone someone else in the meantime, you know, or just let him wait and then fight afterwards or gone Stipe for a number one contendership after the Derek Lewis fight. You know what I mean? And even then, like, and God, you could tell he looks as Stipe still as like the a number one contender guy. Well, I mean, <coughs> Stipe feels kind of disrespected. Like, he didn't get an immediate rematch, you know, when... DC got it a couple times against him. <laughs> exactly, when his last three fights were immediate rematches, you know, yeah. or last two fights. Um, Which, I mean, I understand his frustration. I mean, I defended the belt X amount of times, the most in heavyweight history. history. You know, and then I get disrespect like this. Like, yeah, I get knocked out, but I mean, at least give me, give me another shot at the yeah, at the, at title, the title. You know what I mean? Especially because he did so well, and even though he got knocked out the second fight, he dominated and got into the first fight. So like, the trilogy just would have been so in line with who's the best fighter. You know, maybe Stipe can get it out together and like fix all the mistakes that he made. But like, this is smoking from the sidelines. Quick cut. If you're not smoking, spark some shit up. Smoke with us. But Back to the fight. Um, dude, I want to ask you. Do you think Gon will be the champion a year from now? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's sti- looking far ahead, but still. Stylistically, he he um, he has a lot of... Uh, he has a lot of things that he can frustrate Nganu with, you know? And same thing with Nganu. He's not the most technically sound. Mm-hmm. He's improving as well. But I think being... Uh, or Gon being the Muay Thai... Uh, champion and the and the specialist, you know, he is is his striking's a lot more uh, technical and, and clean, and I feel like he and he's lighter on his feet. He's yeah, he weighed in with less than two fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ganu has to cut. He was weight. like two forty six or something like that, and he has to cut weight to get to uh, two sixty five. So, um, I think the the lighter, quicker, um, heavyweight obviously is gonna. I mean, he was out there looking like a like an Anasanya type of uh, fighter at heavyweight, you know? Bro, Which he's way? 245, fought against someone that's 265, essentially. Like, Derek Lewis had to cut weight, I'm sure, to get to there. But he still looked like he dwarfed Derek Lewis. I know it's Derek Lewis's build. He's a smaller guy that's, like, a little bit chunkier, you know? But just, like, Bongamin, bro, he looks stacked as a motherfucker, really big. And what I found very interesting, too, is that his coach was like, this guy had power once he walked into the gym. Like, we thought he would be a light heavyweight, you know, that we would have to deal with him that way. But once he started to hit, I started to feel his power. And I was like, man, like, you're a heavyweight just with the movement of, like, a fucking lightweight. You know what I mean? And, like, his ability to switch stances, bro, and, like, 
show that diversity makes me think that he's gonna give Ngannou real, real problems. Cause Ngannou's good. Like, don't get me wrong, I he's mean, fucking fire. But they've sparred before, so really, they they only know who really got the the better end of the of the sparring matches. That's true. That's true. You know, um, I don't know if you've seen that clip that Akimoto posted not that long ago of them sparring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had like these weird arm guards or shin like arm pads or whatever, and the knee pads, shin pads too. Yeah. Um, so, They're I mean, going pretty hard though. Yeah, and, and Ganu looked a little frustrated too. So maybe we'll try to have that little clip right here for you guys. Yeah, a little. You know what I'm saying? It usually goes like right here somewhere. But yeah, um, I think, I think, it, I think it's one hell of a match matchup. Honestly, stylistically, it's like, oh, oh it's like who knows? You know? I mean, I'm. I think I'm gonna be riding with Ganu. You know, either which way, I wouldn't be mad at who who leaves with the belt. I, I'm sure it's going to be one hell of a fight um, if if it gets booked. Yeah, and I'm I mean I'm pretty sure I mean that's the next fight to make if there uh, if there's a bout. Yeah, honestly, because I mean an interim title out there. I mean there has to be you can't defend an interim title. You get know what I'm saying? So, so I was going to say, bro, they have to unify. Well, that. One thing that's tricky is that Cyril Gunn's about to have a kid, so he's about to have a son soon, or I, I believe it's a son. But he's going to have a kid soon, and he said that he wants to take some time off. And I'm like, fuck, how are you going to take time off? You just became the interim champ, and Ganu would have been ready a month from now. Next month, he would have been ready. So how are you going to take a month off? Or, like, just even a break, because that's going to be, like, four, five, <laughs> six months, seven months until they book the fight. Well, if he does take a two-month break or something. I'm thinking, well, nothing's really booked for uh, December. December, yeah. So maybe there's, there's Hopefully. That. Bro, hopefully, honestly, I really want to see that match be made soon because, like, this well, one didn't feel like the last too two big. years. He didn't even get injured. There's multiple t- uh, title fights to end the year off. So, yep, you're right. You're you know, right. Maybe that's what they'll do. They'll bring uh, Nganu, Nunes, and then maybe Jan and uh, mm-hmm. Sterling or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. The because, no, well, you know what? They have the Sterling fight booked tentatively, I believe. And it's a. Uh, did Jan and Glover fight yet? No, huh? Nope. I could have sworn it's on the same card as them later in, in the year because they said that it was going to be in Abu Dhabi. And I seen like Aljamain Sterling getting a little bit butthurt because he didn't want it to be out there anymore. But uh, I mean, he doesn't really have too I big think, of a choice. I think they're going in October, right? Something like that. Yeah, Around later that. in the year for sure. So maybe October, November. That's probably what the. Who knows? We, we still got some months. The year's flying by, but yeah. we still got some time. We'll definitely see what's good. So, but, you know, I, I hate to. To, to cut the main event short, but yeah, I mean, I mean there's shit. It wasn't the main event that people wanted, man. Nah, we were all super it wasn't disappointed. Wasn't the title fight the we week. wanted? Yeah, you know? I mean, I've seen people like even up the names of Randy Couture say that this was just completely like bullshit. Like the UFC should have never done this, and like it's true. Like you've seen us harping up about this like a week ago. Like this is something that like. As fans, we're like, what the fuck, bro? Like you're just fucking fucking over the fighters because you want to have the biggest say you know like you want to have the deciding factor and everything you know and i understand it's his business but like make it about the sport first you know like really try to emphasize the sport and like number one first you know well you know it seems a little too convenient that they just signed a deal with uh a parent a paris tv yeah yeah something they signed a big deal with Paris, like a French. Finally uh, able to stream it because they w- it was uh, previously illegal in France. Right. So now all of a sudden, you know, you land this deal. Oh, you know, you're pushing this title fight. Oh, now you got this French champion. 
It seems a little too convenient for me. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah, I know, bro. And then for the, he's like, oh, yeah, I can finally line up. Like, we really want to have it in the UK, too. Like, if they could have it in France, that would be a fucking huge fight. But he did say it, too. Like, he was like, I really want to, like, do an event in Africa someday. But come on. Like, you have you have Ngannou, who's, like, one of your biggest champions. You have Kamaru as a champion. You have Izzy as a champion. But he did say his, like, COVID is, like, the only thing holding me back. So the two places I know I can make fights at, Florida and Houston. Florida and Houston. And I'm like, yeah. But you want to go on to the co-main? Yeah, for sure. Let's get on. Let's yeah, get definitely. on moving, bro. Uh, I mean, Jose Aldo um, versus Pedro Munoz. You, you... This this was... This had the making of of a, just a banger, you know? And that's exactly yep. what it was. I mean, Aldo set his, set his personal record for striking in the UFC with, Surprise, with a, over 100 and I think it was over 108 over 110 significant strikes yeah know, in a single match you know and that's did you expect that because um, I honestly, thought he was gonna be uh Munoz but I didn't expect that man. I've always known Aldo to be very uh conservative with his yeah. with his punches um he, he makes them count you know and uh I mean last night he was making them count and his percentage yes. was pretty was, was pretty damn accurate you know yeah I think, I think he was in the 50s um, but I mean, he, he looked, he looked sharper than ever. I mean, yeah, really. He honestly really seeing him now, I think this is the third time, fourth, fourth time, third, uh, third one, time. Right. Cause he fought for the belt. He fought Cheeto and now he fought this fight, I believe. So he just looks like he, be he belonged here. This is where he should have been all it's along. So crazy, know? man. You go from being a 145 champ dominated as fuck for 10 years, but you always have struggled making 145 and to drop down weights, like we've said before, like you see someone drop down weights and you're kind of worried. You're like, mm, I don't know if he's going to look good. But to go down and look <laughs> like a fucking killer, like like your old self. <coughs> I mean, he was ripping the body. <coughs> he was ripping the body. <coughs> he was killing that leg. He was right behind his jab. I mean, he looked yeah. fucking good, bro. I mean, he didn't even look like he's 34 years old out there fighting still, you know? And nah, he looked fucking <coughs> sensational. Like. Shit. I'm very interested to see what he gets next. Like a TJ Dillashaw, I think that would be amazing. I don't know if Dillashaw is going to want that fight, you know, just because of the fact that like Dillashaw just be a number one contender in a way with Sanhagen. If anything, I would really like to see Sanhagen versus Aldo because if he doesn't get the font fight right now, I feel like Sanhagen is going to get either font or Aldo. That'd be two good fights right there, two bangers of fights. If he can be Aldo, that's I feel like that would get him into number one contendership yet again because Sean Shelby told him. But to go back to this fight, man, Aldo looks so clean. And you know what? What really impressed me is that usually he does really good with the striking, and he'll like really he'll he'll land big shots, but he gets hit way too often, bro. Like, sometimes he just gets hit, like, and he wears the shots, and it worries me. Like, with Jan, he was doing good with the offense, but every time that he would land some shit, Jan would always land something, too. And Jan, his, he's at the, the peak of his career right now, and I just feel like he's just that strong fighter that can take him and give him right now. And Aldo used to be that guy, but he's not that guy no more. He's older in his career. He's getting later in his time. So he needs to be more conservative with the defense. And, like, I didn't really realize until the, the commentator said it. And it made me start focusing on it. And I was like, man, you know what? He is really being good on the defensive side. Like, he's not getting hit a lot. And he's being very cautious, which is, like, it's that's 
what you want to see in a fighter. You know what I mean? Especially at this age to have that and experience over a guy like Pedro Munoz. In the third round, he he had Pedro rocked. Yeah. You know, he hit him with like something. He slipped, hit him with a right, and then it had him like way offline. You know, yeah. like Pedro was just like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. And um, so I, I know I know uh, Jose is just he, he's. He's, he is getting better, you know, and that's what's that's what's scary, you know. Like so, I think he he said it himself. I think they gave me the title shot too fast. Um, you know, I should have built my way up and and proved that you know, yeah, yeah. I do I, I do deserve a title shot. So I agree, honestly. He goes, so that's what I'm doing now. You know, I'm taking on all the all the top guys to show that you know what I'm the I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a become a champion again. Yeah, he, he truly believes it. And shit, you know, I'm rooting for him. If Me I, too, man. That'd be a beautiful story. That'd be fucking amazing to to finish his career off, win that belt, maybe defend it. May, maybe not even. Just like to say, oh, you know what? I They gave me a title shot at 135. I lost, came back strong the next couple fights, earned my title shot, won the belt. Bro, I mean, that's just fucking... That's you retire a, off that's that? A movie. That's a movie in the making. Bro, right you retire there, off... He's already for sure going to be a fucking Hall of Famer, a legend in the sport. And to now go on and win the title again, that's some Randy Couture shit right there. Like, that's like some really legendary shit. You know, only few people can ever do that. Because, like, we see people like Connor, like, coming back, who was a good champion. He comes back, tries to win the belt, ends up losing two fights in a row. Like, and there's a bigger dirtbag than before. Yeah, he Crazy. is off his shit right <laughs> now, bro. Like, he's just being a fucking. I mean, Shit, his, man! It kind of surprised me. Like his not, tweets are way out of pocket. I mean, he deleted the ones with the Habib thing, but like still, bro. Like you don't talk about someone's parents like that, or their, their especially, especially the when that, they pass, man. Yeah, to COVID, like all this shit that's going on right now, like that's a straight cold. And honestly, dude, I don't know if you've seen Habib went on Mike Tyson's podcast. Oh shit! He got smoked out with him, bro. Not? It was tight. Like he Habib made me like him even more. I'm like, man, you're such a respectful guy. Like he even said, bro. No, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, no. I'd have been dope. He would have took a puff. Well, he was like, he was like, I think that Connor was drunk that day. Probably he was like, and evil consumed him. He's like, I have no blame for him. Like, it is what it is. You know, like that shows his true colors. Like, I, I don't. He's like, I don't have any problem. He's like, my dad would have probably still invited him to come eat dinner with us if he could have. You know what I mean? And he's like, he always told me that to have respect for him because you don't know what like kind of shit he goes through. And like, it was just so cool to see like. Someone that has all this tension with him and will still probably fight him in the street still be like, look, man, like, at the end of the day, I hope the best for you, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, like, that's just a bad side of you that's taking over. But, yeah, anyways, fuck all that shit. Yeah, I mean, Aldo, he, he needs another, uh, he needs a top 10 for sure. I think he, he I think he's ranked still, right? Yes, so, he's five. He was five before this. Okay, so, yeah, maybe he gets a, a top five guy. Because, I mean, right? Sandhagen seems like a good line. If not Sandhagen, then the Dillashaw, that if they're going to wait it out for a while because they still have to make the fucking... Maybe a Dominic, you know what? Dominic I, Cruz, but I think Dominic Cruz would take that. That'd be a good fight, bro. I think he would take it. Yeah, I think the way he wants so. right now and how he is, I feel like he's trying to come back and actually get informed because he beat Casey Kenny. I mean, that's not, like, so big yeah, to say. Yeah, you know, I do give him respect for taking a fighter... Yeah, or taking a fight against a, a guy like that, you know. So yeah. who knows? I mean, they were supposed to. I mean, they were never not supposed to fight in WC, but that was like the ultimate. Like, oh, there's oh, a man. lot of hype. I two wish, dominant champs and shit. Right, exactly. So, um, to be, I mean, for Aldo to be at his class now, I mean, shit, that'd be dope. Run it.
That'd be really cool, honestly. And then for the people's main event. The people's oh, choice. Man, oh. this is what this is why we paid for the main pay-per-view. Yeah, honestly. I mean, this is why Yeah. I mean, this is why I tuned in. <laughs> it really brought like it's the biggest fight on the in honestly in the way on the card. Just like two guys that you know are gonna bring the fight that have like main evented a card before too. Like for them to just come out there and like Man, Vicente oh. Luque, right? You're talking oh, about Luque. Yeah, for sure. I was like, are we on the same page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. bro, Vicente Luque impressed the mm-hmm. shit out of me, Luque man. Let, I'll let you kick it off, bro. Reborn. I mean, bro, after, after, after losing to uh, Wonder Boy, I think he realized, like, oh, okay, you know what? <clears throat> I need to tighten up on my defense. Still doesn't have the greatest mm. defense, but <laughs> I need to tighten up on my defense. Maybe tighten up on my offense, become harder. And just need to finish motherfuckers again and let them know, like, you know what? I'm that guy. I'm that fucking guy. And mm-hmm. he went out there, was getting outclassed a little bit. Mike, Michael Chiesa honestly was... Uh, Land some good shots. Land some good shots. Was peppering that jab on him. And then ultimately got the, the double leg takedown. Was kind of controlling him. Had him had him in a submission. Had his back had, a couple times. But like, tried then, to, you know, Luke yeah. got out of it, reversed it, and somehow turned it into a fucking Darsh choke. And cinched it up so fast and so tight. And, uh, I mean, Kiesa was rolling everywhere trying to get out of it. And, and I, I could tell. I was like, nah, that thing's locked up. There's no way you're getting out of that. And then when when he when he did try to do that roll, I was like, oh, maybe he is out of it. Because he kind of on his knees. And I thought he, maybe he was going to start pulling away. But Bro. I uh, Luke just was tightened up on it more. Started, tw- uh, you know, crawling towards the body. And honestly, I really, really thought that. Michael Kessel would be able to get out of it. He's a submission specialist, and he's a grappler. At 170, he's big, yeah. he's long. He's like that lanky, those lanky grapplers are, are tough, you know. And But Luke is just a, a, another breed, bro. He's yeah. just, he, he has it all. He can strike with you, he can grapple, he fucking, he'll finish it no matter where it goes. Earlier in the week, bro, I was like literally like talking about this fight and I was saying, oh, you know what? I think I got Kiesa. Like, Kiesa can take him down and kind of control him on the floor. But then I was like, you know what? Last time that we seen Luke out, Woodley tried to take him down. And he was able to, like, stay very strong, reverse position on Woodley, it, and do really good with the wrestling, I bro. was really upset that UFC didn't show Luke, like, finishing Woodley, Woodley huh? really. Yeah. Like, they show him getting him in a choke, but they didn't show the sequence of him, like, he almost knocks his ass out. Yeah. And then he just... Gazed his much, fuck on his feet. Yeah, and then cinches up that, that Darce when, when he shoots for that, that lazy takedown, and... And man, and almost puts Woodley to sleep, man. You know, remember, like he he almost went to sleep if he didn't tap. I'll give him credit though, because Woodley has that Jake Paul fight coming up soon, and you don't want to show that on a pay per view, uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, as far as uh, Woodley goes, like he's like, thank you UFC, <laughs> I appreciate the fuck out of y'all for not showing this shit. But going back to this fight, bro. I mean, Luke. I mean, I'm dude, excited, bro. I love. I love. He that needs he, a contender now. He, he needs someone that's high ranked. He's the he's a silent assassin, but I love that he called out Kamara Usman and was yep. like, "Hey, I, my buddy, my friend." He goes, "I, I think he goes. You haven't fought. You haven't fought me. You fought everybody else in the top." He goes, "I'm next. Who else? You know who else is next?" What do you think about the call out? I thought it was. I mean, I, I thought it was a little, little friendly. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it was great. It was like, you know what? It caught his attention. I mean, Kamaru, Usman even tweeted him right. Yeah, yep. right Kamaru uh, responded back with a tweet and was like, "Yeah, you know what? You look good. Maybe we'll be dancing soon. Go get your bone, Ollie." So, um, why are you looking at me like that with some shit in your mouth, like a little clown? I mean, if if any, if you give a fight, 
I mean, if you get, have to give another fight to Luke before he fights Usman, it'd have to be Leon Edwards or or or, or Bust. Yeah, honestly, if right now, that'd be a really good fight to make because I feel like Leon Edwards, bro, and Luke if you're going to try it. to wait out in the meantime, you're going to be fucked up like that. Like, you can't do Luke that. Luke would take that fight and he would destroy Leon, I think. Mm-hmm. What'd you make of Gilbert Burns saying he wouldn't fight him? He would drop down in weight classes just so that... Luke could get the clear run to the title. That's just that's just respect right there, bro. That's homie shit right there, that's, really. That's, like they've that's, been that's brother brothership. You know what I'm saying? Like they train together. I'm pretty sure they know each other back from Brazil. Yep. I mean You know, you're at the same weight class, obviously that Burns moved up to that class, you know. Um he already had his chance at the title. So now that he's like, Oh well my my buddy's gonna get the title and say say Luke wins it, and he and you know Burns becomes a top contender again at one seventy. He'd he'd be like, you know what, I'm I, I'm gonna bounce down to one fifty five because my buddy's the champ. You know? Yeah, bro, and that's so cool and respectful. It's like, all right, cool. Like, I know that this guy has a good chance, and we're so close to each other, and we don't want to fight. You know what I mean? Like, we're just gonna respect each other, and just if you get to the top, all right, bro, y'all step aside in the meantime, bro. But damn. Luke, just so impressive right there. Michael Kiesa said he's still, he's the one that like kind of broke himself. He put so much pressure on himself this fight because this is essentially, it was his biggest fight, you know? And like he always, he, he kind of said that in the big moments, whenever he does crack and does fall under under the pressure, he usually comes back way harder. And he did before, you know what I mean? He went on this impressive run at 170. So I think now he's only going to be able to like regather himself and just... Get back on the track, you know he, what I mean? He has to stay active if he has dreams of uh, being a champion. Oh, because, without a doubt, bro. I mean, this was his first fight in how long? Like, almost a year, maybe over a year or so. Yeah, bro. Or no, you know, I take that back. He did fight Magni, but, I mean, he's he still has to stay active, you know? And, All right, bro, I'll let you kick off the teacher tour. There's Angela Hill thing. I'm going to help Ali with something real quick because motherfucker. Hey, bro, we're trying to do a fucking episode right here, bro. Um... Shit, Angela Hill. She looked real, she looked real tentative. I mean, it, it didn't look like she was ready for maybe the the spotlight. You know, being on a main card, or maybe maybe just Tisha Tisha was uh too fast for. Her. I mean, they don't call her Tiny Tornado for for no reason. I mean, she she's small and she's fucking fast. I mean, she was. Hitting her with body kicks and jabbing her head off, you know. I'm like, man. And the Angela just looked real like nervous and like kind of scared to be in the octagon. Or I don't know. She didn't look herself in there. She didn't really throw as much as she usually does. She didn't. I don't know. Her combos weren't there. She. I, I don't know. Her confidence wasn't there. I think that's what I'm really trying to get at. But um, you know, it was it was an entertaining fight. You know, it went all it went all three rounds. Did you see the trash talk before? Oh yeah, I mean they were they were they were uh, going back and forth, you know, in in the press yeah, conference. Man. I guess it was pretty personal. Um, Angela, you know, was talking some shit about. So she was trying to say because the, she didn't book the rematch. Watch, I have a video of this shit. I actually saved it on my phone, bro. Yeah, she, she was reason. trying to you know she was trying to rile her up, trying to get her to you know resign the contract because uh, Angela Hill had. Uh, had fallen out, you know, with the COVID, you know, uh, while back. But there's so. been right. comments. That- Personal Tisha. 
Is it personal, Tisha? I don't think there's any tension, but we'll try to have the clip of that right too. Prior to me signing this contract for the second time, <laughs> um, cuckoo. Since I signed my contract, <laughs> I was I was like tripping out. I was I was trying to figure out who was doing the cuckoo. <laughs> was, was it Casey? Derek Lewis? Was it Casey Kenny? Was oh, was it him? Was like I was wondering because Derek Lewis is saying some stuff. He tells him like, "Why you start this shit, bro? Like, why you ask some shit like this?" Never scared one of them. Two, you said I beat you. Usada, well, I've been tested by Usada, probably one of the most tested athletes in Usada. For me, it's a compliment. Thank you. My body is beautiful. I know. I was like, you ooh. Are, you know, I feel like when girls talk about me and talk about. I was a little okay. cringe. Um, yeah, like, I was a little uh, cringe. All right, fast forwarding though. So back to the clip. Any shit since you signed the contract because that's the reason I was talking shit. I was annoyed that you said I didn't deserve to fight you even though we were scheduled to fight. I, I like how she backed her shit up right here. COVID. I was like, and I understand. You know what? You said no. She didn't so try to book it for the same reason. You were running. And, you know, you yeah, haven't she, she seemed a little you too defensive. Fought. You haven't yeah. been able to like, fight yeah, So now that we're finally matched up, there's <laughs> no beef. Ain't talking shit. Let's Fuck go. it. Let's go. Love though, like the whole scary thing it's I just, get, but you talking pre usado I beat you, like that's some bullshit there. Like cool. I mean, that's why you started that bullshit? Why you start that bullshit? Derek Lewis. I heard, I heard old yeah. teammates of you, old teammates of yours, confirm. Yeah, bro. Honestly, just the whole fight, I really thought Angela Hill was gonna like give a little more, you know. But in the same way, Tisha is a pretty hard puzzle to solve too. Like she. She, for being a small fighter, she's able to, like, keep range and keep distance on fighters very well and, like, get in and out of spaces, you know what I mean? Which is very impressive for, like, someone that's small. But she's so fucking quick that she really lacks or makes up for whatever she lacks as far as size goes just with that quickness and the power, honestly. The whole night she was landing heavily on Angela. And, bro, honestly, I really wanted Angela to come back and get that W, you know what I mean? But it just it just wasn't her night, dog. It just really wasn't her night at all. No, I mean... Yeah, she she just didn't look herself in there. You know, maybe something was holding her back, mm -hmm. or I don't know. It just seemed like she maybe wasn't ready for the the big the big, the big lights. lights. Yeah, what we'll but, move on from this fight. Uh, what do you think about the Song Yudong versus Kenny fight? Because honestly, it was a little bit lackluster to me. Not that it wasn't a good fight. It was a good fight. It was very very evenly matched. Uh, but Song Yudong ended up pulling out with the win. Uh, well, I seen some you know some controversy on. Uh, on Twitter, you know, saying that that not, not that it was a robbery, but that it was uh, that ju the judges had fucked up. They thought maybe uh, you know Kenny had won that fight, and even him himself, he looked a little confused, like, "Well, I won that fight," but I don't know. To me, it looked like you know Song Yudong landed the more damaging shots, did had a little bit more volume yeah. at some points, and just you know, um, I mean, Casey Casey Kenny did have a good third round, but I feel like you know overall. Song Song Yudong just looked like the faster, more more technically sound yeah. fighter, and uh, uh, I guess supposedly he was supposed to show off his uh, his grappling skills. I know I saw that too. He didn't grapple at all. Yeah, not not one bit. I mean, he did defend a, a, a takedown. Kenny, you know, did did do a half ass. Uh, yeah, I was about to say if anyone shot. tried it was uh, Kenny. He at least tried to have like one shot the whole fight, but. Overall, did were you impressed by Song Yudong? Like, were you like, man, yeah, I want you to get back into the title contention or to fight a ranked up it, on it? Nothing that blew me away, but it was like, you know what? Okay, let's see him get back in there with another, with another guy. Yeah, I mean, one thirty five, dude. I mean, it's it's infested, 
shark infested, you know? I mean, yeah, for guy, sure, man. All killers. This, this guy is just barely scratching the surface, you know? I'm, I'm not sure if he's uh, if he's ranked still, but, um, I mean, Song, Song Yudong can definitely, he can definitely go the distance, you know? Um, yeah. I think, I think uh, maybe a, a top 15 for, for Song Yudong to see, you know, but, I mean, 135. I mean, I can't even tell you who who to give them. There's, Bro, there's, there's so many so many people that you can give them right now. Honestly, every fucking seems like all. No matter who you give them, it's going to be one hell of a fight. I yeah, think. man, that that division is very very heavily stocked right I now. Second best of second best second best division. Second best division behind who? behind the the lightweight. Honestly, I think they're the best right now. But even even then, yeah, they're giving the lightweight a run for their run money. For their as money, far yeah. as like all rounded, like they the lightweights have like the biggest names, but the bantamweights are just full of like really talented, skilled people that you you're like fuck. All these matchups are just crazy back to back. Like no matter how you face it, but we'll move on, bro. We'll go to the the opener, right? No, was that the opener right there that for the main the card? Yep. All right, so we'll go to the the, the people's main event. <laughs> Honestly, well, the, pe- the people's main event was, was Luke oh Cage. Luke, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, I forgot. Uh, but as the, far as like uh the the shit that I was really excited for, I knew that Fazeev and Bobby Green was gonna be a fucking banger. The featured prelim. This this was one hell of a fight. I it mean, did not disappoint. How how do you feel about the scoring? Do you feel like it was a three it a three a three zero win for Fazeev? <clears throat> now I was gonna tell you one of the judges did have thirty twenty seven, and I was like, what like. The last round, like the last round, this fool was so gassed, barely threw anything. Bobby had him like stunned at the last couple seconds too, like the last eighteen seconds had him breathing heavily, getting hit in the face constantly with some big shots. But wh- I don't know, what do you think about it? What do you think about just the whole performance? Because I thought it was an interesting fight. I knew that it was gonna be just like, but I honestly thought it was gonna be way more one sided. We were talking about this earlier. I thought that. Fazeev was going to be able to outclass and outskill Bobby Green. But Bobby Green is just like that unorthodox kind of hard puzzle to solve. Similar to like a Kevin Holland or something. But he's just so unique in the way he fights. And he's just so game in a fight, bro. He's just like in your face, talking shit the whole time to Fazeev. Like no matter what, eating the leg kicks, eating the body kicks. Dude, like a lot of people would have been like worn. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't have had the heart to continue against a guy like Fazeev. But he... He wore that shit like a fucking champ. Like, he's been around for a cool minute, has fought, like, so many different people. Like, I don't know, man. What do you think about his performance? I mean, Bobby Green, he's he always he always brings it. Yes. You know? <clears throat> Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I think I think just Fazeev did more, you know, and that that's where, where Bobby, you know, fell, fell short. He just was a little, was just a little behind or just didn't throw... As much, you know, so Fazeev would hit him with like three, four, you know, with a three, four combo. Yeah. And Bobby would just kind of like touch him up with a jab. One, two. Yeah. Or, or the body, you know, so like Fazeev just stayed busy. He's but so active, man. Bobby honestly. did hit him with more like at by the end of the fight, Bobby looked like he didn't even have really anything on his face. And and, you know, Fazeev's eye was already swelling. He was already marked up everywhere, you know, so. And like you said, he was gassed. Mm-hmm. He he hit him with a, hit him with a shot that had like him kind of like wobbled, you know. So I think, I think, I mean, Bobby Green's just that he's a he's a dog. He's that Nate Diaz effect. I swear, if he would have no time limit on this fight, he would have won. 
Honestly, that's the same thing as Nate Diaz. Like, no time limit on that fight versus uh, Leon Edwards. He would have won. Like, he had Fazeev gas at the end, had him heart a couple times. You know what I mean? But overall, though, just Fazeev looks so good, bro. He even landed those big body shots. Go, ooh. <laughs> that shit was funny, honestly. I, it was so out, like, out of nowhere. I mean, Bobby Green was getting him to uh, kind of react. You know, he was talking yeah. to him. You know, like he always does, you know, to his opponents. And Fazeev, you know, not probably knowing that much English was like, oh, you know, it was pretty funny to see him kind of interact with him back in the in the Trying cage. to get chippy with him still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So, um, very entertaining fight, you know. Uh, they know what they're, the matchmakers know what they're doing when they line up the fights, you know, to yeah, put, especially to like put this, it at the, the featured prelim to get people ready for the, the main card. Um, I mean, if that doesn't get you busting your wallet out to be like, oh, I'm going to pay for the main the yeah, the main card, then I don't know what will, you know, and that, that was one, one hell of a scrap. Should have won fight of the night. But, I agree. I mean, there was, there's one, uh, when, there, when there's a lot of good performances out there, you know, it's kind of hard. You know, yeah. We had, you know, Cyril gone. Uh, winning a performance from uh, his finish over Derek Lewis. So four performances in the night. Yep. Zero right. so gone. And then we had uh, number two was Vicente Luque with the uh, with that submission with the Darce choke over uh, Michael Chiesa. And Jessica Penne. Number three, Jessica Penne in the in the prelims uh, got a got a finish, quick finish in the first round. Armbar, Armbar. versus Karina Kovalkiewicz. Um, That's her fifth loss in a row. I think. She went from her face giving Joanna a good fight to to this. Yeah, this this had a. I mean, the afterwards you can just see the defeat in Kovacavich's Kovacavich, her face like her face just told everything. Like yeah, man, she's just defeated. Like I think I'm done. Like everything just looked like she just I'm so sad. done with the sport, you know. And it's yeah. sad when when you go in a fight fight losing skid like that. It's like it's I know tough. you really got to reconsider. You know, your what confidence you're doing is like gone and then you're you're not making money you know and it's it's tough you know you start questioning oh am i really in the sport yeah because i love it or because i need the money or you know it's just a lot of a lot of mental battles yeah you know, and I, I feel for her but um just i feel for jessica pennant too shit. i mean she was out of the ufc um, was suspended for a long time looking at like oh my gosh she's years. the one she's the one that got like a she was doing the only fans with the the girl from uh bkfc what's her name uh, Beck, Beck Beck Rollins. Rollins. um she's on the only fans trying to make money bro because she she, she didn't think she was going to be fighting again and <sighs> two fights back in the ufc she's on a two fight winning streak yep looking Secure, really good secured a 50k bonus oh i know that's going to definitely help her her bills and and just her, her lifestyle, you know, and that's, yeah, that's what's up. You know, it sucks that these fighters are, are in these positions, but hey, you know, you you sign on the dotted line, you know what you're getting into, and more I, credit to them. I can't be I can't be feeling for you when you know what you're signing, you know. So it is what it is, honestly. Especially when you're early into your career, you haven't really made like a big name for yourself, like that. Like last week, for example, with Cheyenne Bay's. Like at first, I was like, oh man, you know what, like. It sucks that fighters have to go through this, you know, because you would assume just in general when you sign for a big promotion that you would start making fairly good money. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least that's how I would be for any other sport like soccer or maybe even boxing. When once you sign with a promotion, maybe they give you a good amount of chunk of money, you know what I mean, for signing and stuff. But the UFC, they just operate differently. But Cheyenne Bay is someone that's been in the UFC for 
two fights her last fight she lost and now she has a fight that she actually won is on the come up again but yeah honestly man it's just it's been an interesting year just to say the least with everything that's been going on all these fighters that have been like arguing and stuff about like the money and fighter pay and shit like that i completely forgot where i was going with this this freaking point last bonus last bonus was uh Miles John with that Miles beautiful John. fucking combination, that one to the body and that one straight over. Oh my so, god, bro! So the the prelims, the early prelims, I mean, were filled with finishes. I mean, if they were going to the the first, if they were going out of the first round, they were ending in the second. You know, Dude. and I'm like, man, they, these guys came out to play. You know, and uh, it's I'm telling you, it's something about these having these fans. It just gives these fighters like, you know what? I want to put on a show. I a real sh- big show. I yeah. Show myself more, you know, and Miles Johns just was 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 beating this kid up. Honestly, the uh, Anderson, right? Yeah. Anderson, Anderson. Dos Santos or Santos. They remade Santos this Anderson. fight, too, because you remember it got canceled on um, one of the cards early, like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the San Higgins one. But Man. I seen a ringside video. Look, this is the ringside video right here of this shit. So clean, man. So clean. Nasty like. combo. I mean, he ripped. He ripped that that, that body. Hit the liver. Boom. Oh, just went the top. right over the top, dude. He really shut his lights off. Right, that right one, up man. top with that that right hook and just stone cold killer shit right there. That that was one hell of a finishing combo. But um, next week we have nothing. Mm-hmm. So oh, one last thing I want to talk about: Menifield versus Herman. Goddamn, Ed Herman is a fucking ruthless ass guy that can withstand so much pain because his shin, the front of his shin. Oh, I have this picture. I'll post it like right here. Oh, my God, man. His shin was terrible. Like that shit was so bad that I was just like, oh, my God, man. It like was, you it was swollen. And before, you the, a seat. before the third round started, <laughs> the, uh, the, the ref had called the doctor in and Ed Herman's like, what the fuck? You know, I'm all right. And he was like, yeah, it, the ref was like, yeah, it just looks bad. So I'm going to have him look at it, you know. Doctor came in. He, he felt on it, squished it around. And Herman's bouncing on it. And he's like, I know he, I, I know, I could tell the, the look in his face. I was like, ooh, you don't want to be bouncing on that shit nah, right now. Bro. But, you know, he, you're a fighter. You're trying to play it off. You want to continue. You, you want to go try to get your win bonus. Obviously, he was losing that fight, you know, clearly. But, you know, hey, you you never know with those light heavyweights. They got they got power too, you know, and withstands too the whole it, fucking fight. Sometimes it takes one to land and land, and that's it, you know. So tough ass motherfucker. I mean, his leg was beat to shit. I mean, it was swollen. I mean, he had a he had a calf muscle in front of his his, his front of his leg. You know? Dude, when the ref came in and he actually started touching it and pushing it down, I was like, oh my god, bro! Like you cannot be doing that shit to yourself. Like this shit is. Oh, I know his face was like, ooh, because at the end of the round, too, he got hit with that, that heavy leg kick again, and he, you could tell it, it really stunned him because he was walking to his corner very gingerly on the leg, and then coming out, when the ref started, like, I'm telling you, when he squeezed it, bro, I remember seeing the indent of him squeezing it, and I was just like, oh, my God, I bet you that's so fucking painful. Like, just the squeezing motion of itself, like, oh. It, but it, Ed Herman's a G, man, honestly. For him to withstand it and still be in the UFC, fucking been... T- Bro, he's been in there since like 2006. Damn. OG, OG. That's an OG. He was on yeah. the fucking Ultimate Fighter with Michael Bisping. That's off to that guy, man. That's some mad guy, credit. still fighting at the highest level. That's All right, bro. And then but that's, we do have a bye week next week. Yeah, so that was it for the for the 
for the night. I mean, shit. It was a good night of fights. I was I was entertained. Yeah. Good 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 night of fights. So when we do get back, we got um, Jan- Jared Cannonier taking on Gaslin. Cal- yeah, Calvin Gaslin. Finally, as they matched. Yeah, so that's gonna be one hell of a fight right there. One banger of a fight. You know, these guys are tough as shit. I got Cannonier. Uh, I I think I'm riding with Cannonier. You know, I I want to see him come back and mm-hmm. and get get to the. To the, get to the title, you know, but uh, yeah, I think that like arm break really fucked him up against Whitaker, but still, I think he would have been a little bit outmatched. Whitaker, Whitaker's just so fucking good, man. But it'd be cool to see Kelvin, you know, climb his way back up too. So uh, I, yeah, I think I'm riding with Cannonier, but this is gonna be one hell of a fight. How's the card? It's looking so so, you know. It's what's not, the what's the main card? The main card, we got Alexandre Pantoja versus Brandon Royvelle. That's, oh. pretty, that's a pretty fun fight. We got uh, That's Brian, a top contender fight, if anything. Brian uh, Kelleher versus uh, Domingo Pilardi. It's, okay. It's a 135-er. fight. 135-er. And uh, that's the only three fights that we have so far. So mm. For the main card. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's fights on here. You, we're taking a week off, but, you know, we got fights. In anything the, uh, that stands out on the page other than those three fights? Nothing that's worth uh, telling the people right now. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Clay Guida versus Marco Madsen. I think that's a pretty good fight. Clay Guida always brings an interesting fight, a heavy wrestler. Bro, Marco Madsen's a gold medalist. He's that one guy that's a gold medalist in wrestling. Trying to hype uh, (laughs) low-end fighters, you know. Roosevelt Roberts versus Ignacio Bahamundes. Washed-up fighters. He's trying to make him sound like like fun products. He's fun, no. You know he's fun, man. Come on, Chase Sherman, (laughs) Chase Vanilla Gorilla Sherman. But, yeah, we're taking a week (laughs) off, man. I mean, hopefully we can come back strong with these fights. Um, Yeah. It's main event heavy when we come back. I mean, there's Bellator going on. There's PFL. Who knows? Maybe there's some there's some fun shit that'll come along the way. So, real quick, there's been a couple fights that have been made during this week. So I just want to get your quick thoughts on them, right? So we'll just go through them really quickly. Um, quick. First one, Strickland versus Rockhold. It just got set. Rockhold. Who you have on that? <laughs> I got Rockhold. Um, I don't like the guy. You really want to bring it up here, bro? Look, at he brought me his bone. Come on. I, come up. I don't like Rockhold, but I don't like... Sean Strickland more, so I'm going with Rockhold. Oh, okay. And I, and I honestly and think he has a better skill, too. So I think he has, like, that. Rockhold he's probably going to be the one that wins. Definitely has the skill and the power to 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 finish this guy. So I hope he does so. I hope he comes out looking like prime Rockhold. If not, then shit. He's going to have a hard time because Strickland's like, so in your face. If you come out looking like last jaw Rockhold, then. Well, did you see that video of, of Strickland where he was like, Honestly, he's like, I can't wait to fucking punch this guy in the fucking face. He's like, a, he's like, he's already like very cocky and like, he's just like, I don't like this guy already. You know, like even if it's not in the cage, like oh, if both- I see you in the street, bro, I'm going to slap you. He's like, what makes you think you could say this stuff and be so close to me? He's like, you go to Ruka, like I, I go there too. Like I can see you there one day, you know, they're, they're both so unlikable. Jeez. So it's just going to be a fun fist fight. Yeah. So, it's crazy I, how Rockle oh, made himself into like a villain. I don't know. Did we touch on Gaethje versus Chandler? Oh, no. But that got made, too, That man. got booked, too. So that's going to be one hell of a fight. Um, they had they had Gaethje on, like, a FaceTime call or, like, a little... Oh, dude, that shit was funny. And they're talking about Chandler, and he's like, man, I don't know what it is about you, but I just don't like you. And it's going to be fun punching you in the face, you know? 
And then Chandler's all like trying to play nice guy, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I think it was and, James Vick, last guy I fought that I didn't like. So there you go. It'll be fun to punch you in the face. You know, I think that'll be fun too. <laughs> so, um, Kate, she's like, yeah, and you know what? I have nothing against you. You've done nothing to me, but I just, there's something about your face that, you know, I just, I just don't like. And Chandler did kind of like he laughed, call him uh, out publicly, you know? You know, I can't. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you did. He was like, you're ducking the fight in a way. He kept saying, like, he's dodging the fight. So, so I'm like, oh, now that it's made, I mean, even more attention and more like, eyes to it. And, so. you know, it's the same thing. I, You know, Chandler's never done nothing for me not to like him, but I just don't like him. Something about his face. That's exactly. It's just, Honestly. Just like Gaethje says, it's that stupid smirk he has, you know? Yeah. So he's like, I can't wait to punch you. Other than that, another fight that just got made, too, uh, the RDA versus Makachev fight. We were talking about this earlier in the interesting, week. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, that's a good one. They're, it's been set for quite some time now that they were going to fight, so, and then they got canceled. So now that it's actually made again, I really want to see if RDA can pass the test because I, I don't think it's more of a test for Makachev. I feel like it's more of a test for RDA to see if he'll be back in contention because that's a huge test. Honestly, someone that's 18-1, and one, bro. Yeah, I got Makachev by um, decision. Just grappling him. Grind him out. Out grinding him. Cody Garbrandt versus Kai Kara France. Cody finally stepping down in weight, going down to flyweight for the first time and against a top contender in he weight said, with Kai Kara. He said, oh, shit, Dillashaw's back. Oh, fuck, I got to drop down. I'm out, G. <laughs> got a couple losses on my late. belt at this weight class. I'm a little smaller. I'm out, John. He said late. Yep. And then Costa versus Vittori. But that's a banger. Uh, I got Kai Kara France. Just, I got Kai, too. Just because I don't like. <laughs> and Kai looks really good. He no, has moments where he, yeah, some fights really he sharp. is a little bit slacking, and I'm like, fuck, Kai, you got to get your shit together. But lately he's been pretty sharp. Another fight is Costa versus Marvin Vittori. I feel like that's going to be a, a a really good fight, and I'm glad that they finally made this fight just because you want to see that. Like, I'd be careful with the cable. Oh, thank God, bro. But yeah, honestly, like, I really want, you know what? It's a hard Costa. fight to choose because I don't want to root for either of them. I don't no. like either of them, bro. But I think Costa will, will, will get will get the win. Marvin Vittori was ridiculous against Adesanya. All the shit he was talking and stuff, I was just like, bro, like he probably still thought he won that fight. He said press conference, how he was like, <laughs> like he roared for a second. I was just like, dude, what are you doing something's right now? <laughs> something's, something's wrong with that man, dude. One last thing, super random. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. What do you think about you know Chad Mendes? Oh, yeah. He's signed for BKFC. Chad Money Mendes. Yeah, he's chasing the money. Just like his nickname is. You know, he's chasing that guap. I was surprised. I was like, well, BKFC? Like, I thought he was going to get into boxing or they're something. They're signing know? a lot of guys, bro, because they're breaking bread over there. And they're doing really good, too, honestly. It's like, I actually get interested in seeing their card. Like, I wasn't able to watch their... Uh, their card with uh, Van Zant and fucking Osovich because I didn't pay for it. I fucking tried to get the stream. And surprisingly, they did such a good job canceling it out because literally I would try to watch it later in the day, like when the main card was on, and I would only get prelim fights on the stream. They're doing like, something right. You know, Dana White, you need to hit them up because... Learn uh, from them, bro. We couldn't find shit. No, honestly, <laughs> we're having such a fucking hard time, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, dude, they're they're... They're on the rise. They're what last year, two years, they just been signing fighters. They've been making money, bro, and they're on their own streaming service now. You know, yeah. So they're so 
They're doing they're doing it right. You can you know people can talk all the shit. Dana Dana seems not to to like them too much, but I think he can tell. You know they're doing real numbers. You know yeah. so um, he has respect they're for people who are out there actually you know making money and putting on real fights. You know, and they're signing real fighters. You know, and it's it's it these fights. If you guys haven't watched them, they don't Quick. last long. They and don't they're last pre- long. They're yeah. pretty. They're it's like. Watching a street fight almost. If you want action, you're going to get action because it's small ring. They're right in front of each other's face. Literally, when they start off, they toe the line. They got their wrists wrapped, but knuckles are literally free. Breaking hands the whole time. Did you see Paige Van Zandt's hands after this? Oh, both their faces and their hands were wrecked, bro. Dude, they were super wrecked. Honestly, after I seen it, I was like, holy shit. Osovich's face was like super swollen, and then Van Zandt's hands were like all purple and swollen, and like, god damn. it's It's the new thing. You know, and if they're signing real fighters, old UFC fighters, it's just, I mean, they got oh, Hector yeah, Lombard, man. who's undefeated in the in the organization, and he's a champ. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and make some money and just bang. Someone that used to be like a str- like a grappler, if anything, when he used to yeah. fight and stuff, you know? Yeah. So but he, but he's still insane. game, which is crazy, too, with Ostevich, because Ostevich was someone that, like, would grapple her hands are cool like you know what i mean but she wasn't someone that was like heavy grappler even Paige van zandt like they got these two fighters and took them even though Paige is kind of like not folding out well for them it's still like she's bringing the money and she's bringing the eyes she's to the sport, bringing the you know? eyes that's she really got the i mean kind of watch your first that's all they want bro is yeah. clicks and then clicks yeah because they got blue face and they had someone else on that card too oh, that, which that, just like the tiktoker yeah 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 it was a little ridiculous honestly but yeah, that, that's where we're at. You know, they're making money. You can't, you can't be mad. You know, so. And I think that's where we're at, right? That's it, brother. This was uh, smoking from the sidelines. You guys heard it first here. Check you guys later. If you guys like the episode, line. go fucking follow <laughs> us on Instagram at What a Trip Podcast. I'll post all the smoking from the sideline stuff on there. Go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube as well. Go subscribe on those motherfuckers. Go share it. Like it. If you really like the show, share that shit with someone that you you know you love. You know, you're like you like MMA, bro. Let's check the same MMA podcast out while you're driving in your car, smoking a little blunt, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, with that, I appreciate you, Kenny, for being on today, bro. Thank yeah, you, sir. Always. Appreciate you guys for listening. We out. Take care, guys. But we don't believe that because CBS tells a lot on who got shot and who does off the crime. Game on just building my name. Okay, it's time to pass that crown. If I call you my friend and I mean it, I ain't gonna say that word too much. Never was a follow up.